Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward alongside Jeremy File. And it's Monday, March, was it the 19th? No, 23rd. Right? Who knows anymore? That sounds right. I know it's, it's a, March. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It, it, I, and I know it's March. And the Wolverines are back in the Sweet 16. And, well, me and Jeremy both predict two wins. Uh, Jeremy, I think, more specifically uh, to try to avoid his jinx. But uh, we both predicted LSU wins. But ultimately, the game ended up turning out how we kind of expected. Um, no. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I think... Uh... The thing I will say is I did expect LSU to play that way. I expected them to kind of get out and be athletic, and I just didn't think that without livers, the way it started is how I thought that it would go a lot of the game. I just, I mean, this team just continues to surprise me. I mean, they really do. And I, I, I won't be the guy that, that lies and says, oh, I knew this was coming and we're great. No, I, I, I don't think anybody that, they had the common knowledge of this basketball team coming in the year, thought it would be this way. And, and I just don't think when you lose a guy like Livers, many people thought that they could win. And look, a lot of the people that you hear on TV every day felt the same way. I mean, I, I just, it's hard to believe this team can do certain things without a guy like Livers. And, and I think that's what makes it so impressive. I mean, it's, and look, there's a lot of teams that lose guys. I mean, Michigan State's lost guys a lot. So mm-hmm. it's like you got to step up and, you know, Brandon Johns for all the things that have disappointed me. Cause I just think he is such a talent you know, he comes out, hits the first shot, gets a dunk, um, plays better. Uh, but, but Sean D Brown and Eli Brooks were the difference and, you know, they were fantastic. And when smarts, you know, smart and uh, Thomas are scoring the way they are, but, but then you get 42 from Eli and, you know, and, uh, and Shandy combined, that's just huge. And, uh, you know, Michigan's just finding a way, Tyler. And, and it's, it's really nice to see, you know, obviously for me, but, you know, really is, is a, just a basketball fan. Those are the type of teams that I like to watch. You know, that's what makes it more fun is they play hard. They get it done. If they're unselfish, it's not about one guy and, uh, they're making it work. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, and look, when I said it kind of played out how we expected, I don't necessarily mean the outcome because, like I said, we both had uh, LSU winning that game. But, look, Mike Smith took care of the ball. Um, you know, Shondi Brown was absolutely huge. And that's something that I said, like his athleticism, his strength, he, he would need to make plays, and he made so many plays down the end, you know, down the stretch. And then, uh, you know, around halftime, I said LSU's not going to be able to sustain because they were making really just difficult, contested NBA-level shots because there's NBA-level talent on that team uh, to, ex- to an extent that I don't even think Michigan has right now. And I mean, that's not obviously not to say they're not better college players. I mean, you know, the best college kids aren't always the best NBA kids or NBA players at all. And when you uh, 
look at how they were like Louisiana State was able to sustain the second half, but down the stretch they couldn't do it at all. I mean, you know, that's one of the benefits of having a great defense led by Mike Smith and where LSU presses and, you know, looks crazy and their defense at the end of the game was out of control. Ultimately, uh, you know, they were down in positions. They weren't communicating well, uh, gave up a lot of open shots. And, you know, that ended up being the difference of the game. And you said it at the beginning and I said it about six, seven minutes in, I was like, LSU is making contested shots. Michigan is getting open looks. And that that's ultimately where the difference was. And, you know, even though we both kind of said LSU was going to win, I think five minutes in, we both kind of thought, okay, Michigan's got this in the bag. Yeah, no, I the thing that hurts LSU – is the same thing that hurts any basketball team that doesn't win in the end. It's it, it's always about a couple guys, and it's always one-on-one. You know, and I made a statement on the lab one day. So the yeah. last time a team actually won a championship that does, didn't have much structure was a team that just got another player suspended. That's why they won. And that was because LeBron and Kyrie were basically just going and scoring and do whatever they wanted. And I have strong feelings about it because one of my favorite players in the league, Draymond Green, believe it or not, you know, from a Michigan fan, uh, he gets suspended. And I, and I hate to go off base here, but it is Michigan, Michigan State related. But that, that's the bottom line, though. You you can't play individualized basketball and win championships anymore. You just can't. I mean, there ain't no Michael Jordan Mm-mm. out there. You know, Michael Jordan's the only guy I think can do it. I mean, you give him the ball, but it's still in a system. It's a system. It's a triangle. And he plays through it and dominates through it. These guys, Smart and Thomas, are NBA guys. I mean, especially Thomas. Smart could be questionable, but you know. well, I think Smart is an NBA guy. At least he's a professional right now. Yeah, and he's already a professional. Paid. Yeah, he's already a professional. But you know, the the thing about it is, it just doesn't work against teams like Michigan. Like it might be able to work against other teams that aren't as good. But when you play a team that's cohesive and they work together, you're going to end up losing in the end. Like, you can make a huge run. You can get up. You can lead. But you can't sustain that for the whole game. And that's why after the first half, when I made my pass. Well, I think you can, but you can't, you can't do it when you're uh, giving up those open looks at the same time. Well, I think that's what it is, though. I think that's why they give up the open looks because they're so they, – they, when you play that way, when you come down – and you just one or two moves, I'm going to score. It's almost like a training session or a pickup game. I mean, it really is. That's why even for me as a skills coach, I get so mad because it's not realistic all the time. Like, you know, you have to be able to get in a stance. You've got to be able to move the ball. So that's why even in my sessions, I'm teaching guys how to swing the ball and move. You know, don't just, you know, shake them one, two, three times and shoot every time. I mean, that's basically what Thomas does. And look, you remember a guy named Malik Monk. Malik Monk at Kentucky was this way. He'd mm-hmm. come down, and I loved Calipari, and there's a little more structure in Calipari's teams than LSU. But it doesn't always resonate, Tyler. Like, it doesn't always resonate to great success, even individually, because when, when did Cam Thomas come down and drive in and kick to someone for an easy layup? Never. You know, it, it didn't happen. Nope. So, you know, my thought was, 
I was hoping, and it worked out this way. Okay, they made every contested shot in humanly possible in the first half. Maybe they'll miss a few in the second. And we're up one, for God's sake. So I was really confident after the first half, to be honest with you, because I just felt like everything we got was easy, and everything they made was ridiculously hard. So, yeah, I mean, it was nice, because I, that could have easily been a 10-point deficit the way they were playing. Yeah, you know, kind of like I said, uh, Shondi Brown, though, just absolutely huge. And, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, oh, Wagner's probably going to be the best pro. Uh, you know, Livers is this guy. Hunter Dickinson's the best player on the team right now, um, offensively speaking. Mm-hmm. And we, we talk about all these other guys, and we've obviously talked about Mike Smith. But just having that, those fifth-year guys come in and be as dominant as they've been. You know, Shawnee Brown was big against Michigan State. He was – he's really come along over the past few games without livers. Like, yeah, you've talked about Johns because Johns is taking the starting spot, but Shawnee Brown's been phenomenal. Well, with more playing time. Well, he's been great all year. I mean, if you look at the season. Yeah, but not to this level. No, I mean. I mean, at the, at the end of the game against LSU, he was the one who was making the plays. You know, it wasn't Wagner. It wasn't Dickinson. It wasn't Mike Smith even facilitating. It was Shawnee Brown saying, I got this. And a couple big threes towards the end of the second half that really took him over the top because that game continued to be a back-and-forth game where – LSU would go up five, Michigan would tie it. You know, LSU would go back up five, and then Michigan went on a little run and went up three, and then he just boom, 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 just hit some big shots. Yeah. And then they they started separating themselves, and he was definitely the reason. Eli Brooks kept him in. Sade Brown took him out of the – you know, took LSU out. So, I mean, it, it was those two guys for sure. But Wagner had a great second half. He had a horrible first half. Uh, Mike Smith. Oh, yeah. Mike Smith just kind of did his thing. He had a couple struggling moments at the end with the turnovers, but he was really good besides that. Um, defensively, it was just really hard for Michigan to match up. That's what I thought would be the main issue is I just didn't think anybody could guard Cam Thomas, and not many people anyway can. And smart with his size was a lot of problems, and they're really athletic on the wing. And they also have a couple guys that are considered bigs that, that could stretch Hunter out. So that was my big concern. All the things I was concerned about happened in the first half. Second half, you know, give Jawan and that staff a lot of credit. You know how I feel about the whole staff. I think they made some good adjustments mm-hmm. on the ball screen, even though they still let them get downhill too much. But, uh, you know, yeah. offensively, they knew what to do. They knew how to attack them. They knew, hey, let's just move the ball around, swing it. And the thing I'm most impressed about, though, and this is something that, you know, when we were talking during the game, I didn't think it was a good idea to run with LSU. This team can do it. And I said this earlier in the year that they can play a lot of different ways. They could play slow, they can mm-hmm. be physical, they can push the ball. That team, and, and give a shout out again. I've shouted this guy out a few different times because I know what goes on here. John Sanderson, their strength coach, is fantastic because Michigan was the team that looked not tired. LSU looked wore out, and both teams ran up and down. So that says a lot about Michigan, where we are physically as a team and, and mentally. So. I mean, look, it's it's anybody's game now, Tyler. I mean, it really is. You look at this next two games they have, 
if they win the first one, they can win both. I mean, Florida State is is good, but they're not as good offensively as LSU. You made a good point. And look, man, UCLA, Alabama, Alabama's probably the best of the four teams right now. But, you know, they haven't been there. Michigan's been there. Michigan has done this, and they have more experience. So we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, and I don't know if technically Michigan has done this because this is a new group. You know, last year there obviously was no tournament, and you factor in the leaders like Hunter Dickinson's not been there. Uh, Wagner was – he was a freshman last year, right? So he, so he's not been there. Mike Smith's not been there. Like, they they do have that experience, though, in guys like Eli Brooks um, who have been there. And Smith and Brown, they've been around the block, but they've not necessarily been to this level. We'll see how it goes. Winning these next two games would be huge because I think, you know, these would be tougher than most of the potential championship matchups should they get past Gonzaga, of course. And... So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Ultimately, look, these next two teams, both of them, if it's Alabama, obviously, um, is what we're talking about. Alabama and Florida State, very similar to LSU, a lot smarter, a lot better defensively, not as athletic, though. And so it's going to be kind of interesting because it is similar styles. Look, I'm I'm just going to, you know – you know, obviously, I had a lot to say today, and I know what? you know that. But let, let me just—I have to—I have to touch on this. And I know you're going to want to dive into it. Look, this program and this team has got multiple guys, and, and look, it's a program thing mainly. It's a program thing where the guys that step into this program realize that there is a higher standard, and I just don't think. Look, and I—I'm going to take—I'm going to blame myself for this because I feel like. I probably haven't given this program enough due diligence because, you know, when you really look at it, there's a lot of guys that are involved with this program, whether it's Jawan Howard, Saudi Washington, you know, Jay Smith, who's not even one of the main assistants, Phil Martelli, Howard Isley, a lot of winners on this staff. And when you look at what John Beeline did with the guys they already have, this has been a program that has won a lot. I mean, they've won a lot of basketball games. The reason why it's not talked about is because it's not expected. It's not expected for them. It's to because win. it's a new era. It's not It's the same program, but it's a new era, and sometimes that consistency is hard to maintain from coach to coach. Well, exactly. It's a new era, and 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 a, and a lot of people thought after Juan Howard's first year, look, they needed to beat Rutgers to make the tournament in the Big Ten turn to, well, in the Big Ten tournament. They needed I, to beat Rutgers. Yeah. If they didn't, they were probably out. And so I think that's why. There's that little bit of a slack, but I mean, one year is just an adjustment here. Ultimately, is well, what it is. If if one year is is just an adjustment, or if one year we're gonna talk about they maybe couldn't have got in. Well, Michigan State probably shouldn't have been in this year either. So, I mean, bottom line is, look, Michigan last year was still nineteen and twelve. They were ten and ten in the conference, better than State was this year. So, you know, they they actually made a run. They split with Michigan State last year because I know a lot of Spartan fans wanted to mention that this year how they split us. So, you know, the, the bottom line, Tyler, when I, when I said what I said earlier is I'm actually giving Michigan State credit when I say this. Michigan has rose up to the level that Michigan State has been over all these years. And I think that that's why they're very confident right now as a program because they think they can win. Like, I think 
they shouldn't yeah. win sometimes, they will go, yeah, right. We, we win. We win here. It's not like we, we're not the same program that we were with Stu Douglas and Novak. Like, oh, my God, how the heck are they winning any games? I mean, this program, because of those guys, had turned the corner. And you get guys like Trey Burke. And I know I'm kind of talking about a lot of things here, but it's just the truth. Like, yeah. when you go to Michigan now, you're not expected to – not do something good. Like you're expected to at least make the sweet 16 to contend for the big 10. You're expected to possibly now, Hey, we just want a big 10 regular season. They, however you want to slice it. We literally missed three games. That's fine. They're still the big 10 champs. And by the way, people forget that the last X amount of years, Michigan has won the big 10 tournament twice around then Michigan state won. The last two times and we had a final four, guess who was in it? Michigan State and Michigan. So it isn't like it isn't like we're sitting here going, Oh, you know, Michigan, whatever. That's how people are reacting. I think they're surprised. You either have the fan who is like, you know, doesn't even know anything about the team and you know, going crazy for Michigan right now, or you got guys that just don't care. And it's like shocking to me because as I looked at all these things and I said what I said, Tyler, I was surprised. I was surprised just how close and even it's been the last few years. So, you know, it, it throws you off. And it's also great because yeah. it's great because Michigan State has been so good. You know, when you look at the – like, you know, I, I guess we're just getting to what I posted because I, I, I thought it was – that's why I did it. The years before that, right before that, Michigan State literally went to two Final Fours. So I'm not oblivious to the fact that Michigan State's been really, really good for a longer period of time. I'm – I, I get that. My whole point is you're expected to win in Michigan now, and we got a whole new ball game going on right now. Totally different. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, though. Uh, the point that I was trying to push on you is the fact that they're playing a similar opponent to LSU, but they're a little smarter, and they're just not as athletic. But And that's where we went. So I'm going to try to navigate back to that. It's going to be interesting. We'll – Obviously, well, no, just, break that a little bit. You know, we'll obviously break that down a little bit more as uh, we get closer. We will have a Florida State preview show uh, coming up. But, like I said, we will have that. But how do you think Michigan matches up with what they have coming up this weekend? Everything I just said was getting to the point is I'm not worried about who they play anymore. That's the difference where, you know, okay. I think that the, the thing that I get – in my situation is, look, every team's tough. I mean, Michigan State can't even get out of a playing game, so they know how tough UCLA is now. I mean, we don't know how good a team is until we go. The point is, I don't think Michigan really technically is ever the underdog, and I'm the one to blame for that because I feel like they, you know, I didn't think they could beat LSU, and I'm a lot like these guys on national media. So when you come into Florida State – and you look at who they could play, you know, maybe then after they beat them, if they get Alabama, I think they match up Tyler good against anybody. And that's where I've been wrong, where I think they can compete against anybody. Now, can they beat everybody? No. But they don't have a problem with athleticism. They don't have a problem with playing a fast team. They don't have a problem playing against physical teams. So I don't think it's a matter of who they play. It's how they play. You know, can they do the things that we've seen last night? Can they defend well? They're capable. They just got to do it. So I think it's safe to say right now we got to give Michigan basketball a little more credit and say, yeah, I think that 
it's it's safe to say that no matter who they play, they got a chance to win. Yeah, and uh, I mean, look, that could be put to the test as early as the you know the final four. Uh, like you said, I think that they can beat both Florida State. I think they can beat Alabama. Gonzaga would be the final four matchup, potentially speaking, and by then you might get Isaiah Livers back. And so it would be interesting to see how they do full strength against them. I know Iowa gave them a little bit of a run, but at the same time, Iowa can't freaking guard a folding chair. And that goes more into what I complained about all weekend is zone defense suck as a primary defense. Um, if you want to yeah. mix in, it's like a change of pace occasionally, fine, whatever. But zone defenses are garbage. The only reason Syracuse is as far as they are is because West Virginia can't make a freaking layup. Which, by the way, they had 20 offensive rebounds and 20 attempts at those freaking layups, point blank, and missed all of them. But, yeah. so, <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. Um, but Gonzaga's going to be an interesting matchup. Should Michigan get there? Should Gonzaga get there? Because... This year has been as crazy as any others. Um, let me ask you a quick question, though. This was something that came up on the Dan Patrick show. I was listening to that while I was at work today. And Michigan was the poll, que- and Michigan was the theme of the poll question. And I'm going to ask you this, then we'll get going. Like I said, we'll hit you up with our uh, preview uh, before the game for the Florida State game, and then we'll uh, maybe look a little bit more into the weekend. Obviously, we recap Michigan should they lose. We'll talk about Alabama or probably Alabama should Michigan win. But I'm sorry, I got a little bit distracted. There's a dog walker as I'm uh, driving by and I did the air crow quotes and I said, probably Alabama. And uh, he thought I was waving at him. So (laughs) it kind of threw me off. (laughs) Okay. As a Michigan fan, would you rather win the national championship this year in basketball or Beat Ohio State in football. Now, keep in mind, Oral Roberts has beaten Ohio State more than Michigan has in football, more than Jim Harbaugh's had in football. That's for sure. So which Um, one would you rather have, win the natty or beat Ohio State in football for the second time in, what, 17 years? Yeah, she's speaking of dog barking. My dog's barking uh, as uh, my old lady walks into the house. Uh, That's off topic. Uh, I have a question for you. How do you shut up a dog? But then, no, uh, my answer to your question. Yeah. My answer to your question. is, I would look, man, I've washed my hands with football. Football is like, you know, it's great. If we win, I'd love it, but I just don't care at this point. And I'm a basketball guy. Number one. Anyway, I would absolutely love a national championship in basketball because number one, just because you beat Ohio state doesn't mean you're going to win anything in the end because you still got to play against Alabama probably or anybody <laughs> like that from the South. So, so I'm not really that worried about, I want a natty man. I don't care if it's yeah. in lacrosse hockey. I got a national championship hockey banner in my basement. So that, that tells you how I feel about those type of things. So yeah, that's how I uh, answer that question. Okay. All right. So we got that out of the way. So we know gonna, where you stand. Was that the stumping question, or is that just a random question? That, 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 that was it. That, that was kind of what I was thinking because I'm going to probably ask you the same question in November, and we'll see how you answer it. <laughs> I'll change but, my uh, answer for sure. 
because I can't take it from these guys anymore. I can't wait to actually talk football, though, because I'll tell you something right now that I, I've been wrong a lot this year, but Michigan State is really doing some good things. And uh, I, I actually feel like now we really will get to see if Mel Tucker is a good coach because I think he's actually getting some good kids. So, I, I mean, now we really get to – the excuses will be out the window this year, but we won't do that today. But I know you're ready for football, and so am I. Well, I don't really have a choice to be ready for football. Yeah. But uh, look, spring uh, spring fo- football uh, started today, and so we'll obviously yeah. break all of that down. But we'll do that after Michigan's run, uh, whether it be this weekend or whether it be you know first weekend in April. We'll obviously talk about it all as it happens. But that does it for us on Trouble with Snap Podcast. Like I said, we'll see you later this week with the uh, Michigan. Florida State preview. Uh, oh, you did not. Well, I am Tyler Hagrid.